What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are. We're traveling today, heading to Houston, but Fulfill My Destiny podcast, Pastor James Levesque here. And as always, the next few moments, we're going to go from where you are to where God wants you to be, get closer to you fulfilling your destiny. I want to talk about, uh, I think we call this one, Bless the Eagles. We mentioned on Monday, really what I thought was just, you know, timely, prophetic, that really the truth is, you know, kingdom divided, right? The one. And it's important we have, you know, one heart after God, right? One mind. The Bible compares us. I'm talking about another thing now that I think is going to tie into this. In Matthew 24, Jesus said something so interesting. He said, wherever there's a carcass, the eagles will gather. Now, that might sound a little crazy to you. Like, what is he talking about? What do you mean carcass? You know, who's gathering? He was talking about himself. And Jesus was basically saying, when I die, my kids, my people will gather. Basically, we will come forth. And weird reference, right? A little bizarre, but compares us because it gather is going. Eagles will gather wherever there's a carcass. Eagles. The Bible says they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength and they would rise up as wings as eagles. Right. Just wild different scriptures that compare us to eagles. Psalm 103 said that the table of the Lord right mentions the table and it says we would be renewed like the youth of an eagle. Crazy. In Deuteronomy 14, to tie this whole kind of wild thing together, it's one of those scriptures you kind of just go over, right? Because in Deuteronomy 14, it's talking about like what birds you can eat, what birds you can't eat, right? And then it says this weird thing in here, uh, basically it forbids you to eat the eagles. A lot of other birds you can eat. Don't eat the eagles. Paul said, don't continually bite and devour one another. And I think that's where we'll park for a second. The Bible's clear that you're an eagle, I'm an eagle, right? And Paul's clear not to bite and devour one another. And I think one of the greatest ways you can bring division in your house, what we talked about Monday, is eating eagles, right? Don't eat the eagles, meaning trash one another, bite one another. Discord is crazy, You know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, you know, now we just call it joking, but the Bible used to call it discord among the brethren, right? The Bible used to call it coarse joking. Like there's a danger in sowing discord. It's never going to work out, number one, because what you reap, the Bible's very clear that you sow. And so sowing discord is never going to work out. Think about this. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that the power of life and death is in the tongue. That means like we always look at the life part and we're like, oh man, yeah, we have life, you know speak healing, pray for the sick, whatever, right? Just declare. We love declarations, right? But the Bible also says the power of death is in the tongue. I think that's a moving target. We're not really, we don't really have a full understanding on what death looks like in our tongue. But let me tell you something. You are the prophet of your own life. And when you speak life, life happens. When you speak death, death happens. Man, I hope that sits with you for a minute. When you speak life, life happens. When you speak death, death happens. We have to be people who guard our tongue and who use it to bless and declare and to speak life. Like, that's what we have to do. The minute we get off of our place and start, you know, just even throwing your opinion out. I remember years ago, I was speaking along these lines to the church and 
I wanted to really get a point across that we need to watch our words and, you know, make sure that we're not speaking bad about anybody. And I did something very crazy, immature, but pretty wild. I gave everybody a rubber band, like a rubber band. And I basically said, I want you to go throughout your day. And every time you say something negative, I want you to pull the rubber band and whip your wrist, right? That's so ridiculous. Guys, I couldn't get through lunch. My wrists were hurting so bad. And not because I'm trashing people and gossiping and doing all these things, but because the Lord was challenging me that it's not just like negative, like just straight up slashing people words. Sometimes it's your own opinion and not God's opinion. Sometimes you can say something out there that you just think is, oh, I'm just going to just say how I feel. Well, how you feel isn't how God feels. And if we're not careful, you're going to find yourself in a rough place because like my wife calls it confusing your confession. Don't confuse your confession. If you're declaring the word of God and believing certain things over your life and your house and your finance and your health, don't confuse it by your words, right? You're praying things, but then you're cursing them right after it by your word. Like your words are powerful, man. The Bible says by your words, you'll be acquitted and your words, you'll be condemned. Like it's amazing to me. We, we just brought some pastors down here from Connecticut, uh, Brooke and Richard. They're incredible. People don't realize how close I am to them, how close we are to them. And they get this weird outsider perspective because they get to come to the church and people meet them and just think they you know, came in from the outside. And so it's amazing to me the amount of people that have walked up to them and just said things, right? Thought they were looking out for them, thought they were trying to help them, and they just say things. Like they think they're warning them or helping them or look out for this person or, but you're actually sowing discord. Like you don't realize you think you're helping somebody by just spewing your garbage on them or your concern, but you're really exposing the darkness in your own heart, right? The reality is all those re feelings that you're, they're feeling could be true, but when they're not spoken to clarify, clear in the book of Matthew that if you have a problem, you go to your brother. When you're not going to your brother and you end up just trying to use it as a tip off for people, it's a dangerous thing to do. And it's amazing to me, the standard we have with our words, the standard we have with our speech. Like, yes, you're going to be held accountable by who, what, by what you say behind closed doors. Like you're not getting a hall pass because your emotions are out of whack that moment. You know what I mean? This is why a lot of Christians can't move forward in their life is because they say one thing on Sunday and they're cursing a whole bunch of other things throughout the week. Like that's not going to be able to happen. Right. And so we've got to take assessment, man. Like are the words we're speaking edifying to the Lord? I often say this about just your life. Like, okay, could you play that movie you're watching on Sunday morning? Right. Could you this conversation you're having behind closed doors? Is it can we put it out on the platform on Sunday and let everybody know how you feel? Right. Most of the time, it's not conversation pleasing to the Lord. And, you know, look, it's not religious to have a heart desire to please God. It's not religious and dead to like want to honor the Lord with our speech. And I'm telling you, it's usually dead Christians that have like years of cursing God or years of just using their mouth the wrong way. And so like today, I'm, I'm heading to the airport right now, but today I want you to think about your words. I want you to think about what your speech is. Is it glorifying to God? Are you doing what the Lord wants you to do and take a real assessment for that? Because I promise you on the other side of your powerful praise and declaration is the life that you're believing God for. 
but you may not even realize it, but you're holding yourself back by your words. Your words can hold you back. Father, today, I pray for every person listening to the sound of my voice, Lord, that we would have an understanding, a revelation of the power of our words. And today we would use our speech to build up and not tear down, to speak life and not death. And Lord, show us, Holy Spirit, show us where our words are not edifying to you so we can bless one another in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Got to cut this one short. Heading to the airport. We'll see you on Friday. Let's go.